Blog Talk Radio. Hey y'all, what's up? It's me, Lardy Miss Clardy, and my new co-host, Jermaine Madison, the main man. Yeah. Main man, you got something to say? What's going on, family? How y'all doing uh, out there? Shoot now, and then we got a part of partial of the panel on the other side. We got Kenya. Madison, we gonna call her Kenya. We calling her Black Power tonight. You know. What's going down, girl? Hey, How you world. doing? I'm oh Lord, Lord, Lord. All right, all right. Now check this out. We here on Lardy Miss Party on Blog Talk Radio, coming at you live in Moreno Valley, California, with good news and bad news if necessary. Stand up, speak up, and speak out. This is the place to be and to get heard right here on Lardy Miss Clardy and Company on BTR. Call in at this call-in number, y'all, 347-884-8684. That number again is 347-884-8684. And I have a toll-free number if you're scared that you'll Phone going to get disconnected because of the time. You know what I'm saying? So there is the toll-free number of 877-483-3153. That number again is 877-483-3153. Yes. And turn down your speakers on your phones and wherever you at listening on the computer or whatever and kick back in the comforts of your home and listen and talk to me and my co-host and my panelists for today, all right, if you got something to say, all right? Now, we're going to say this again. Take and call this number, 347-884-8684. That number again is 347-884-8684. And the toll-free number, if you ain't Able to take the call the regular way is 877-483-3153. That number again is 877-483-3153. Now, today's topic is about will people unite in the face of crisis? And what's wrong with our youth today? See, coming from me, Lordy Miss Clardy, I would talk like this. Every day in our society here in America, we face a crisis about anything and everything. The economy, the lack of jobs, police brutality, profiling, racial issues, gay rights, privatized prisons, returned citizens, economic movements, and money over matter, and youth and children getting killed, and the list goes on. Mm, mm, mm. And you have groups that be fighting in all these areas over here and over there, and but they don't never really totally come together like they do at the voting polls, you know what I mean, every year especially like they did for the Obama administration in 2008. That was a, that was a definitely uh, a powerful demonstration in making history. Can we do it again? Not for politics, but for our children. Can we unify 
like we are coming out to them voting polls and make history for our children. There is a crisis concerning our lives and our families and our children. And the call is to come together for our next generations and generations to come before we lose our children to a bigger picture that has formed for the new movement, the new world order. Get it? This evening, I pose some questions to the listening audience. When will we unify for the common cause of our children, the next generations, and to preserve the life of humanity? Is the creator of all living things good enough to fight for life, love, and freedom to live on an earth that don't even belong to us, and it only belongs to the creator that made us? Is it worth the fight? that we live on this earth all together? Is there enough room for food, room and land for all of us without the almighty dollar, which is going to collapse sooner or later? Did we come together at a time when we used to have a bartering system before colonialism came up with the ideal of imports and exports? And can we do it again? If we can come together, stop fighting amongst one another. Is the creator who made all things. We are one, unified under one God. And before the existence of man came to build upon it, is it a reason to fight for life, our family, specifically our children, for survival? Our children are all we have to continue the legacy of humanity. Give our children a chance at what we did not have. Fair education, freedom, and life. We all have this common cause in mind. Why can't we unify? Call in at this call-in number. At 347-884-8684, the number again is 347-884-8684, and the toll-free number is 877-483-3153. That number again is 877-483-3153. And we'll be right back. Uh, I want you to listen to something and remember this song because it got a lot it's got in it to say, okay? So we'll be right back so we can start the show.
are back. Hey, y'all. What's going down? Okay. I'm sorry about that cutoff. I got comfortable, too, y'all. But, hey, we are the world. We back on now. <laughs> okay. So, okay. We are back. And here with me, as I have introduced him as my new co-host earlier in the introduction, his name is Jermaine Madison, a.k.a. the main man to help explore, to help me explore this subject that we're talking about. Now, people, if you are calling in and uh, wanting to speak, you know, uh, I'll give that time set aside for uh, uh, answers and questions, um, probably maybe 25 minutes before the show is over. So just sit back and relax and listen and, you know, then get your questions together or your comments together because every one of you are just as important to help in talking about this subject. And I thank you for your listening ear. So, main man. Yeah, what's happening? What's going down? All right. You know, now you know that... Jermaine Madison, the main man, will be with me on Monday and Tuesday evenings. Okay, so be looking out for this. And we got Black Power sitting over there on the other side. Oh yeah, and she's gonna be doing some talking too. So just 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 stay tuned for it. But right now we are on the subject about will people unite in the face of crisis? And what's wrong with our youth today? And being that that is the title, main man, the main man, <laughs> all right? Let's go. Yes. <laughs> I'm going to ask you two questions, mm -hmm. and you tell them how you see this thing, okay? Will people unite in the face of crisis? Well, check this out. I, I think people will unite in the face of crisis, and it's, it's a shame that it has to be a crisis for people to come forth and be together in that manner. But I think if, if it's something that touches everybody, if it's something, and again, when I say touch everybody, I mean that's something that brings unity because obviously everybody at one point in time is going to have something in common. Absolutely. But if it's something, again, that touches everybody, I'm pretty sure that we will all come together. The thing is, though, I pray that, it doesn't have to come to that in order for us to come together because every day we're dealing with struggles. We're dealing with problems. There are things that are immediate to us and things not so immediate to us. This may be immediate to our neighbor, yes. but somewhere down the line, it will affect you. So together, if we are able to be together, we could start knocking down these barriers and start knocking down all of these walls and things that are actually dividing us, that are really segregating us, mm, mm, you know, mm. as a people and as a nation, really yeah. as a world, mm. like language, right. uh, education, mm -hmm. uh, uh, stature, class, uh, class, yep. class. You know, I see brothers in the streets, you know, and they get a little bit of money and all of a sudden, you know, a lot of people want to move out of the hood and they just become different people. Right, right. But they don't understand. They haven't been trained how to deal with money. So eventually they end right back up in that same place. In the mm. hood. So in a in a sense, things come full circle. So I, I back to the question, I, I do think that we will come together. But so what, what, you, what you think it might take? 
you know, uh, or does it take a, a, a crisis or what? It's got to happen to a person before they be, get involved and call a call for, you know, uh, getting together? What What has to happen? I think education has to happen. I think people need to be educated about each other. If I can learn my neighbor and my neighbor can learn me, right then we're going to become one. But what if they don't want to know you? Well, What if they don't want to have nothing to do with you? Well, that's, again, that's one of the barriers that we have to break down. Okay. Because eventually we're going to need each other, regardless if you hmm. think you're going to need me or not. We will need each other. If you're my neighbor, yes, obviously yes. you're in the same place that I'm in. Right. So eventually you're going to need my help. Eventually I'm going to need your help. Right. So one of us has to be the bigger person to reach out to the other. And right. And keep knocking, keep knocking, keep knocking, keep knocking until the door is open. Because, again, once you're able to walk in and introduce yourself as who you are, yeah. then I'm pretty sure you'll be accepted. But if you take on the mind state that, okay, I knock one time and I don't <laughs> think this person wants anything to do with me, then you're going to go on about your same day mm -hmm. and not have any type of communication with that right. person to break down a stereotype, to right. break down any type of thing that could elevate you and that person together. Okay. We're, we're builders by nature. Right. That's right. We are. Okay. So in order for us to be builders, we have to come together to build. Nobody is building anything by themselves. So it's really not about color, even though that all these isms that they have out here that they stump for on an everyday basis, all these schisms and isms, that's not necessary. We just need to know that we are human beings trying to survive, you know, the meltdown of what can happen in our futures, you know, because who knows, you know, somebody might get to the point where they want to blow up, you know, the, the, the world, you know what I'm saying? We still have not come together to help each other in a time of need because I believe there is going to be a time, like you said, uh, main man, that we're going to need each other. And it doesn't matter whether we're black or white, That's green right. or brown, That's right. you know, but that it's about a human survival. That's you right. know, we got people, we need to go back to bartering system. Exactly. <laughs> I'm going to be clear. Okay. Back to free trade. <laughs> okay, free trade. <laughs> let's get together and let's build. That's how we do it. That's, that's good stuff right so, there. So, that's right. So, Black Power, what do you, I'm going to pose the same question to you. Okay, now, as you know, we have Black Power over here. We got Kenya. All right? You Black know. Power. You know, yeah. And we're going we're gonna to ask you this same question. Will people unite in the face of crisis? What, what's your take on there? Do you believe that people will unite? Can they unite? What's it going to take? I mean, as a, a world, we show that when there's a crisis, we unite. It's, it's automatic. When a crisis happens, we usually unite. Mm -hmm. When the issue happened with the World Trade Centers, we united. It was America, America. We had the flags on the cars and yes. everything. That lasted for about a good three, four months. We will always remember. Then, and, and somebody had said this before as well, that then you saw the flags on the ground or on the freeway. Yes. You know what I mean? It's everywhere, <laughs> everywhere. but no longer on the cars. Because people forget, and I think that's, that's part good. Of the that's good. That's good. During the right. crisis, yes, we yes. will unite. But then, when we feel safe again, 
or safer or back in our bubble, uh-huh. then we forget. And then we mm-hmm. go back to our own little world and oh, our own little thing. Boy. And we don't come back together again until there's another crisis. Okay, okay. So, so yeah. what you're saying is is that people need to stop forgetting. Right. You know, because, see, crisis is always knocking at the door. Any time, and we need to be ready at any time. Exactly. Isn't that what they talked about that in the Bible too? Okay, for y'all King James Version type people that know the word. Okay, cause see, I'm just gonna come from plain ling- language. I was gonna say language, but <laughs> but isn't that what it says in the Bible? Is to put on the whole armor of God. Yes. So that means you can't never take it off. You got to go to bed with your armor on. That's uncomfortable. Got to stay protected. Uh, well, yeah. I mean, it would seem to be that way. But to some people, the forgetting could be because it's that uncomfortable. Hmm. What you think? I think that um, I don't think that it's so much that it's uncomfortable. I think that what happens is during a crisis, we all need each other. When we all need each other, there is no more color. When we have a common enemy, then we all come together as one people. Like in this Mm -hmm. case that I mentioned, America came together as American. I don't mean to use that versus anybody else in the world. I mean, but it's happening every in every country. They uniting for something exactly. And so you unite as one against a common enemy. Now, what happens is, is when you no longer feel a threat then that's when I think we forget. The problem with that is is that when you only come together for a crisis, you're only so strong. That's why it only lasts so long. Right. If you can unify and be united just in general all the time, then when a crisis occurs, that makes you that much stronger. You'll already because be you ready. already you already yeah. know you guys are already unified. Right. So if everyone's already unified, then a crisis is not going to necessarily stumble you and make everyone stagger to get unified because okay. you're already there. Nice, nice, nice. With that 100%. Wow. You know, now that's talking about coming together, mm-hmm. you know. And if you're forgetting out there, it's time to put your put your memory cap back on because uh, we got more where all of those drudgeries come from on day-to-day basis. But I'm going to ask another question that is um, – that actually brings out to have a reason to come together. And that is about our youth. Main man, tell them like it is. What is wrong with our youth? What's wrong? Well, there's there's a lot of things wrong with our youth. I know me, myself, uh, I grew up in a gang environment. And when I was young, I had this brother come to my neighborhood and just got to pretty much see a group of kids up there doing their thing mm-hmm. and started up this program okay. called Day Spring Outreach okay. in Sacramento, California. Now, this brother, he's been to college, you know, he's played a little bit of pro ball, but at the same time, he lived in our neighborhood. He was on the same level that we were on, and he was stepped in the neighborhood, and he saw something going on or certain things going on that wasn't good. Okay. I mean, you know, not all of us in the neighborhood were being right. bad or anything, but right. some of us were. So me growing up, I've looked at those type of situations when it comes to the youth. I've looked at how things happen, how things transpire. And then you also got to understand, too, what 
makes a child or 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 a youth make the decisions that he makes. Some people say, "Oh, but gang banging is stupid." Mm-hmm, is this, this, and that. Mm-hmm. I mean, some of those kids really get into that for protection. Right. You know, I, I can understand Some of those that. kids really get into that for family. They don't have a mother or a father at home. Mm-hmm. And when they jump into that gang environment, they get that, that brotherly mm-hmm. love or sisterly love. But at the same time, me personally, I look at like the gang thing as Crips and Bloods. I look at them as tribes. There's, we have to and- get I look at them as tribes. Interesting. We have to get to the point to where we are not killing each other, but we are enhancing each mm-hmm. other. You can do your thing over here. Mm-hmm. You, we could, you know, do your thing over here. Right. But at the same time, uh, uh, communicate with each other. Right. Trade information with each other. Raise each other. Because at the end of the day, there is a war outside. Mm-hmm. The youth against police brutality, against uh, uh, racism in schools, safety in schools, bullying, bullying, yeah, all, all of, of that. These things, yeah, you know? that's good stuff right there. I thank you for you know um, pointing that out. And you, Black Power, you know I got something to say about that. You know, and I'm gonna ask you this question. Uh, I, I'm gonna ask the same question and let's see where you have a, a, another side of the view. Okay, on this. What's going on with our youth today? I'm going to ask you that same question. Um, I think a lot is going on with the youth. And it's not all bad. <clears throat> it's not. There's a lot of good that goes on with the youth. Mm-hmm. Because we have a lot of youth now that are seeking their education and, and moving forward because they want to be in a better position in their future right. as, as they see it. You right. know, where I'm Generation X. We... we Wanted difference, but we didn't necessarily all go the right path right. to make it happen. Right. This is a, a very educated group of youth yeah. that we have right now. Wow. Right. They yes, they the are. They've got the technology. And Absolutely. A very educated right. uh, group of youth. I think what happens, though, partially in the youth right now is that celebrity is major. And with the major of celebrity comes the riches and the status and the fame. And right. The, so we have a... a, a we have a young generation that is me, 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 now, now, now. Right. And they want everything. They want to be famous. Some of them don't care how they get there. Right. You know, and then within that, because they have the technology and things like bullying and stuff take yes, place. Yes, yes. You know, it used to be that when a person got bullied, they got bullied in their school. Uh, yeah, I mean. Now they it, get bullied, bullied in the world. Absolutely. You know what I mean? And how do you fight the world? Right. So mm. that Everybody changes the thing. Yeah. And, you know, and there and there's a, a, a high rate of suicides that's going on exactly. because of it, because exactly. of the choices that they have to make in order to deal. There's a lot of pressures lot of pressure. that's out there. So that would be coming to uh, bring this to a point, you know, for the reason why we feel as though that we need our people to unite in the face of this crisis. You agree? agree. Okay. All right. Now, what we're going to do is we're going to go on a break, and I'm going to play this video. And I hope that you guys will be able to hear it because I wasn't able to download the MP3, but um, I did the best that I could. So I want you to listen to this this video, and it's called, So Happenly, What is Going On with Our Youth by... Untold Quran, okay? So let's uh 
let's let's go on a break for a moment and and we'll be right back. Again, if you want to call in and listen in or have something to say, we're going to have questions and answers at the end of this program, 347-884-8684. That number again is 347-884-8684. And the guest call-in number for toll-free is 877-483-3153. That number again is 877 877- Four eight three three one five three. We'll be right back. Listen to this while we wait. What's going on with our youth today? The lack of vision to see their dreams through. Who took this away from them? What stripped them from the religion so that they can achieve anything they wish to do? What killed their aspirations to overcome whatever came their way? No one explained to them that whatever they put in themselves would eventually be forced to come out. No one explained to them the power of pressure. So they run from it instead of embracing it. No one explained to them how is it that the power inside their own souls is enough to generate more power than any nuclear planet in this world. So I explain to you what we talk about, pressure but the pipe. And as you know, when you see a pipe, there's more pressure in the inside of the pipe than it is on the outside. But when there's more pressure on the outside squeezing in, that pipe bursts and whatever in that pipe comes forth. Well... We are back, short-lived, but we are back, okay? Now, that's just a that's just a tidbit about this video. And all I want to say is I hope that this means something. I'm going to try to get the rest of it to come back. Let's see if I can get the rest of it to come back here. So I say this is what's going on to our youth today. It's so much pressure around them. Pressure draws, pressure gains, pressure trying to live up to the aspirations and dreams of their own parents. That when that pressure comes upon them and squeeze their souls, that whatever they put in themselves comes forth. So what have we done? We have not guarded the gate to the ears of our children. We have not guarded the gates to the hearts and minds of our children. So we have allowed so many uncorrupted things to go in the inside of our children that when pressure comes upon them and it squeezes their souls, then the very ill that was put into them are the very things that we see come out of our children. So we wonder and we say to ourselves, that's not my child. And really, truthfully, it's not your child, but it's the inner 
Well, all right, we are back, okay? And I hope that you were able to hear that inspiring, motivational message from the gentleman by the name that he goes by is Untold Quran. That was a very powerful uh, audio clip right there, and I'm hoping that you have gotten something out of it. It's not just only in my mind saying that uh, the children are going through so many pressures in life, but it's also saying there is hope, but not to uh, not to give up to fight for the success, to be a whole person and not of a piece of a person. So, you know, I'm going to turn it on over back to the main man and let's hear his take on how he feel about this audio clip he has heard. Main man? How y'all doing, man? I'm back again. I'm just listening to this and, and, and it's pretty incredible. The things that he's saying are, are very incredible. It's pretty much it's instruction. It's instruction on how to raise your children and even more so how to be a productive person yourself. It's, it's, it's directed toward the youth, but it needs to be on everybody's mind. It needs to be on adults' mm -hmm. mind, on elders' minds right. as well. That's right. It's something that we all need to be learning and all need to be taught. That's right. When it comes to the That's youth, right. you know... He's saying be relentless. Be relentless for what you, the the positiveness that you teach your children. Yes. Sit down and do homework with your children. Don't get intimidated by the work because you haven't been in school for a while and the stuff that these children are learning at younger ages is pretty advanced. Take it and, and think of it as an opportunity for you to learn something, to learn with your child. Make things fun. Make learning fun for your child and, and make them aware of what's going on around them and, and the things that could come about. Yes. I mean, be relentless in that. Be relentless in, in keeping them involved, activities, not just sitting in front of a, a computer all day or playing video games all day. I mean, even with the video game thing, you know, there's web designers now. Okay. Video game designers. <laughs> But you still make them get up, get out, and get something. Make them get up and get their bodies in shape because that helps elevate their mind. That helps exercise their mind as well. Yeah. So I, I think the, what um, Untold Quran, what this brother is speaking about is incredible. Right. That was just That's an powerful. awesome word. It's very powerful. Black Power, how you feel about it? How you feel about it? Because, see, now we're going to encompass why the fight is so important for people to come together for our children. And, you know, and so to ask you the question, encompassing, you know, people to unite for this one common cause that every parent that has children, grandparents, whatever, have in common. And the very thing that you've heard on this video and encompassing People unite in the face of crisis. Do you think that this is a crisis? Uh, yeah, I do think it's a crisis, and I think it's one of those things where it's like um, you're asking me how how to make this all cohesive with the other topic, and I think that self self worth has a lot to do with it. Yeah, mm -hmm. you know, they say that children are taught how to hate. 
Now, children are taught how to hate other people for colors and other reasons, but they are also taught how to hate themselves yes. by their <clears throat> parents, peers, all type of things like that. If you, if a child knows from the beginning their self-worth, then what happens is they are more confident in their comings and goings to be able to reach out and speak to people who may not be like them or look like them or act like them or be in the same social status as, as them because they know who they are. Yes. And if you know who you are, then it's easier for you to introduce yourself to someone else rather than if you have to find yourself. And in finding yourself, you're also trying to learn somebody else. You, you know, there's a little bit of mm-hmm. hesitation there because yes. you're still trying to figure out who you are. Right. You know, you get all mixed up. I think parents need to to teach their children about themselves. Yes. Us, us, we need to teach. Each person needs to know their culture. I think within just the African-American culture, because we've lost so much over the time period and the years yeah. because of how we actually got here and, and what happened from right. on. We know the story. You know, we don't know a lot of our culture, but that's something that we can learn and still teach. You know, Mm -hmm. our children. Say that true. Because other cultures know their culture. They know their history. They tell their history. And their history is very prevalent in their lives. Right. And that is a beautiful thing. That's what makes them so strong. It makes them so strong. And we must know where we come from, who we are, and what we are representing. But all we have in America, you know, as in representing, is the melting pot because our bloodlines have been watered down to the point where, you know, we're not really uh, 100% of any race. So we are that rainbow race that, you know, is sitting out there like, you know, a sore thumb and no one is really coming forward to bring us in as a family to anyone because we don't belong to any specific, you know, culture. You know, and so all we have is this American culture, which somewhere down the line, I thought I heard that it's really not a culture. You know, it's just a mixture of everybody's culture. So that that make a person feel insecure about themselves because they don't have nothing to uh, identify with in one way or another. But there is a way to identify. Just know that. Even though you came down here being a part of a born in a melting pot of bloodlines, know that you came from God, the creator that made everything. I don't care what the atheist says about there is no God and there was a poof. This Okay, well, where did the poof come from? You know, because somebody made this. And it was just too intricate the way things are being made to not to refute, you know, not to refute that there is someone. Mm-hmm. It may not be to our finite memory right. of what it is, but it definitely is a living something, right. okay? And so we say God. Mm-hmm. We say creator, the one that made everything and everything in it, even mm-hmm. us. If we can find that mm-hmm. and focus that we are only temporary here, mm-hmm. but while we here, we come together up under that one thought under God, because mm-hmm. we all made in His image 
and is a likeness. Mm -hmm. And then I'll go further down where, you know, when it comes to all this stuff that our youth are going through, um, you know, the first thing that I would say is that all is not bad with today's youth, like you were saying, Black Power. It, it, it ain't all bad. It ain't all bad. You know what I'm saying? It's um, not. It's not, it's not all bad. And we see young people, you know, uh, here, like we said, you know, singing in worship periods, listening to sermons, following in their Bibles, obeying the gospel as they reach accountability and living conscientiously before God. Okay, I mean, we do have those because we're supposed to teach our children those things. Those are the basics to being able to handle the pressures of the outside world that they come to be a part of when they get grown, right? Amen. But girl. not everybody get a chance to have that type of, you know, uh, upbringing. Some people, you know, learn it from the wilderness. And have a back alley degree to say God is good. God is real. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, um, however you got your God, more power to you. But that's who you have to give accountability to of who you are. And so it says, uh, again, you know, I'm not a Bible scholar, but it says you in you fathers. And we're going to put mothers in there, too. Provoke not your children to wrath, but bring them up in the nurture and admonition of the Lord. And where I found that at was in Ephesians 6, chapter 6, verse 4, okay? So, you know, to bring this thing home, what would you, main man, and, you know, Black Power, what, what would you say to the people you know, and how to create a unified, uh, um, a unified uh, relationship amongst each other by using the children as a common cause for the reason to unite. Well, what would you tell them? Starting with you. Starting with you. I would Mamie. tell. Uh, I would tell parents to teach your children languages. I would tell them to learn languages yourself, but teach them other cultures' languages. Because as they grow up, they'll be able to go anywhere and talk to anybody. That way they won't be left out of certain situations, and they'll understand what's going on around them at all times. A lot of times when, you know, you'll walk into a store and, Somebody will be having a conversation in a different language. Sometimes mm -hmm. you may feel awkward because you don't know if they're talking about you or, you know, but just think if you walked into that same place, right. they were saying something nice about you and you understood what they were saying. You right. could collaborate with them and all of a sudden you're meeting somebody from a different mm -hmm. background, maybe even from a different country yeah. at that point, yeah. and you're learning each other. Okay. So I would say, you know, that would be one of the, for me, one of the main things that would break down a lot of barriers is to teach your children languages, teach them many languages, as many languages as they can learn. Because while they're young, they're going to soak up everything. They yep. can soak up Little Wayne, or they can soak up some 
uh, French, some Russian, that's right. some you Japanese. Know, that's right. Mandarin, that's power right you know, there. It's, it's, you can integrate know. that way. Exactly. Yes, that's a that's a, another language all by itself. Mm. Even though we know rapping is a language of it all its own. It is. But you know, hey, for an integrated language, you know, there's no reason not to be successful with many of the languages. It puts that us they can all speak. on an even keel. It puts mm. us all together. Right. There's no separation. I will not feel uncomfortable going anywhere being around any type of people. Right. Because I'll be able to communicate with that person on their level, no matter who they are or where they're from. Right. I can go over to Japan and speak, you know, their language, trade with them, do business with them, bring it back home, teach the hood right. this. Right. And so the hood can go over there, right. trade with them, do business. They learn my hood. They learn where I come from. Right. And the same thing with them. Right. It, it, if they people say can communicate. They say computers have made the world small. But I think the mind state of that mind state right there, it will, will truly make the world small. Because, again, it will bring everybody on the same level. It would. It would bring us all together. That's that would that that one thing could unify the world. There you go. Now you know for for that black power. What would you say? What would you say to that? You know, from your point of view. To his well, from his perspective, what you just oh, heard. Oh, then put it in, just, just, <laughs> just, just, uh, you know, stir it up. You know what I'm saying? I, I completely stir it up. Stir it up. Tell, tell, tell the truth. Tell it. No, I completely agree with what you're saying with regard to the languages because that's another thing that, like you said, it'll bring us all together. Mm-hmm. You feel more comfortable. If you're confident in what you know, mm-hmm. then you can confidently portray that in your everyday life, in your right. life, you know? So I think the languages are very important for parents to teach your children. Then themselves will learn something, too, you know? Right. Um, also, I think another thing, too, is parents need to pay attention to their children. Yeah. Right. Yes. Oh, okay. Hey, do not let your TV raise your children. Do That's not right. let that iPhone raise your children. Don't let that tablet raise your children. Don't. You've got to raise your children. You know, don't let the teacher just raise your children. Right. You need to be teaching your children. That's right. And how... Uh, the main man was saying earlier, you know, if there's something that your child is learning that you don't know, learn it. You know, you can talk to the teacher. And That's ask right. the teacher, break this down for me so that when I get home, I can break it down for them. Right. You, you've you got to stay educated. That's because right. Because these children are getting educated That's faster. Right. That's they right. They got new math out there. All kinds of things. Okay. You have to learn it. You have to learn it. And you have to make sure that your children... Are, are growing up in the way that you want them to grow up because you can't be mad at your child for being this, that, and the other if that's what they learn from you. Ooh. Or you allow them to learn that in school and you didn't check it up when they got home that's to right. teach them the difference. Exactly. That's right. Well, some people just send their kids to school. Mm-hmm. And if just to school, get away from them. Yeah, if the school is not teaching you anything or if the school, if, if, if you got a genius if you just gave birth to a genius and you send your child to a school with kids who maybe not so smart, you know, 
He's going to learn what they learn. And if you're not checking that child up when they get home, making sure that they know what you taught them, Mm -hmm. then you could lose them. You could lose them in the system. Well, now, now the system is another thing because as I heard it, you know, from the grapevine and down below on the ground, because my ear is always on the ground, listening to the heartbeat, right? (laughs) I heard that, you know, the third graders, you know, um, if they don't learn to read and to pass the SAT uh, scores that they have for these children, you know, that there be failure and they already got their beds already made up and ready in the privatized prisons when they get grown. Mm. It's already foreseen if they don't make it, you mm. know what I'm saying, that they already know that they got a bed waiting on them in the privatized prison. This is at third grade now. now. That's Starting at the third grade. If that third grader don't make it, Past that, you know, and you know the teachers, sometimes they just pass the kids yeah. and be passed. Yeah. Well, by the time that kid get grown and even though he's got a diploma, that don't mean, that nothing. Don't mean nothing. He's going to end up still. Be, right. They're pushing you through. But see, they're allowed to push you through because you're not at home paying attention, making sure your child can That's read. Right. Great point. You know, if you know that your child can't read the word the and they are in the fifth grade, then you know there's something wrong. That's you a need problem. to start backtracking. <laughs> That's and a I'm, I'm using an extreme, but it it's, it's the true. truth. It's more. That's right. You're supposed of, to pay attention. Right. You have to pay attention. You cannot allow these people to push your child through school. Yep. You need to make sure. Uh uh-uh, uh. No, they're not learning something. I know of a child who was in kindergarten, and then I know a child who's in the second grade. The child in kindergarten, the child in second grade have that same exact homework as the child in kindergarten. Mm-hmm. What is wrong with that picture? Mm-hmm. What is wrong but with But the child that? in kindergarten knows the work better than the child in first grade. And I'm going to say this, too. Don't get mad at the teacher. The teacher was sitting up there. They got a curriculum that they go by. Right. So they're going to sit there and get paid, and they're going to come to work because it's a job. If your child don't learn a certain thing, they need to be learning that at home. Okay. You need to step up and teach your child that. I mean, don't don't sit back and wait for the school system to teach your children because they're going to fail. You put like this. You've been to school. All of these people out here, for all y'all who haven't been to college, you've been to the high school, diplomas, GEDs, all of that. Mm-hmm. Sit back and think about it. If your parents spent a little bit more time with you, focused a little bit more with you on your focus, how farther in your period of school time you would have gotten. You, I mean, we have to focus on our kids. Our kids are going to become us. And we are supposed to be the ones that are changing everything around us. So, yeah, you got to focus on your, on your babies, man. And just as a disclaimer, this is nothing against teachers. Teachers nothing do at all. A, a, a great, great job. job. Yes, they do. And they have a lot to deal That's with. That's right. And not all And we're not trying And we're not trying to tear down the system nothing. either because no. this is all we have. Mm-hmm. But it does need some reforming. Exactly. Sometimes and it does there need to be watchdogs in it. Right. Parents need to be the watchdogs. Yeah. Right. To make sure that for the ones that are falling through the cracks, that doesn't happen. That doesn't happen. They're children. Come on. You are Spend responsible. You're responsible for them, not the schools. You're responsible for them. You there, man. You want you not have a three year old around the corner to the park by themselves. 
you know, you're good, a, a responsible parent will be with their child, making sure they don't <laughs> fall off of that that slide or anything of that nature. I mean, you got to have that mentality all through that child's life. Well, we're at the end where we need to do questions and answers or comments or whatever. If you have something to say, you can call in at 347-884-8684. That number again is 347-884-8684. And the toll-free number is 877-483-3153. And we have a caller, and I'm going to call out your first your uh, area code and the last four digits of your uh, telephone number. And if you got something to say, say it, because we're here talking about what is wrong with our youth today and can uh, and will, pe- as, will people unite in the face of crisis. So here we go. That area code number is 864 and the last four digits is 7244. You are on the air, and welcome to Lardy Miss Clardy and Company on BTR. You got something to say? You online. I'm going to say peace and, and hotel, as I've definitely been able to learn in my African language. Uh, how's everybody? We are fine. Thank you very much. Good to hear and from you, you good to hear from you. Thank you. Talk thank to you. Me. I'm happy to be here. I, I guess um, I have two two black uh, uh, children, which are females, and um, I guess even as we're talking about education, the things that are going to be uh, good or productive or either detrimental for our children or things that we should put on the table. And yeah. as as that even relates to different things that are shown on TV, even as that mm-hmm. relates to the situations of the Mike Brown situation, uh, mm-hmm. of the Trayvon Martin situation, because this is providing, this is also education for our children. <laughs> and depending on how their pupils and who their pupils are, depends on the depending variable on how they're going to see that, um, which inside that case, you do have the parent that lets their child know and when you go out, you, you should maintain yourself in a lawful manner. And there are some parents that even after the uh, Trayvon Martin situation, they still allow their kids to go out and just uh, act unlawful. Um, yeah. but, I, but I think this is an overall education um, uh, thing for us, uh, a learning experience for us. But my question is, like, even after uh, integration, even at post-slavery, where are those same people that used to stand by and uphold and facilitate slavery? And I think we would want to look at a lot of these, even in schooling, even in our entertainment um, uh, culture. You see a lot of places that are making the money. These uh, same facilitators of slavery are basically the beneficiaries. They're, they're mm-hmm. the ones receiving the benefits basically still carrying the torch, still stepping on our heads like the Queen was talking about. You know, it's no coincidence that a lot of these polices are in schools now. It's no coincidence that they want to turn our children into the products that are going into um, the the prison system. That that is no coincidence. That is no coincidence that the music and entertainment system are working side by side with the education system. I just hopped Absolutely. off the blog talk 
and they were talking about even how a lot of our children, regardless whether it be across the board, black kids, they want to be athletes. They want to be rappers more or less than yeah. being entrepreneurs right. rather than being owners. And a lot of th- a lot of times that comes from even the education of their parents because they That's right. their, That's parents, right. their, their parents are consumers. Their parents are people that, that like to go out and, you know, be provided for more or less than being the one that is providing. You understand? So that kind of puts us always in the backseat, even as that relates to education, even with our great ancestor, um, uh, Malcolm X, he said only a fool would let his oppressor teach his children. And going Tell back again to like, like what the queen was talking about, even or somebody brought it up uh, talking about language. And, yeah, of course, different cultures, learning from different cultures, but I'm a black person and I'm proud to be a black African. And Absolutely. when I look at culture, when I look at African culture, we have a lot to learn, whether it a be terms, whether we it agree. be the way that the, the worldview, and I think that is why we have and are going to be very unsuccessful because we are still trying to pick up, and we are not picking up with our organic nature. We're picking up as someone else, and then therefore we're le- that's leading us to a destiny or to a result that's not really ours. So you know, I, I just wanted to add my two cents in, and just like I'm hearing terms like black power and. You know, us being conscious, and these are the types of uh, conversations that we should carefully uh, pick up and actually discuss in a logical, factual manner where we can actually get down to some results. And I'm here for you guys, and however I can help with this movement, I want to tune back in again. Thank you, guys. Thank you very much for, you know, coming in and sharing your view. We really, really appreciate that because, you know, a conscious awareness do have to come, you know, uh, at at any price at this point, you know what I'm saying? But we need to become more aware of who we are. Now, even though that, um, you know, you came to give us, uh, you know, your, uh, your, your, uh, your words of um, truth. Um, I want to ask a question to you because there was something that you had said there. And my name, by the way, I am Lardy Miss Clardy and company on Blog Talk Radio. And the two that you were listening to is my uh, co-host, which is the main main man. And they were talking about, you know, the the issue on, what was that? Um, On the, um, the languages. On the languages. And then you have uh, Black Power, my my other beautiful black woman, Kenya. And because her name is Kenya from Africa, she is Black Power to me, you know. And uh, I want to push this question to you. Do you think or do you feel that we as a people, and even though that even though that most of us has been watered down through the bloodline and we don't really have a, a true 100% bloodline of anybody because we're so mixed in, in the American way, do you think that the people in this area will unite which these are the same people that united in 2008 when Obama went into office. Do you think that the people will unite in the face of a crisis on the one common cause 
about our youth? That's what I want to ask you. I, I, I think eventually, you know, because we, we're going to have to, or unless, you know, our survival is going to be, you know, uh, extinct. You know, that is going to have to be us having a very um, logical stance on how we're raising our youth and the yeah. fact that, that because I, I don't know if you guys have seen this, but it's a picture going around on Facebook of a teacher, and this teacher has on a very tight dress, and yes. she has a she has a she has a backside to the classroom, and she's and that has been a picture, and even when that picture goes around, that kind of shows the stability because I heard a lot of supposedly intelligent people comment on that picture, and that was mm. to me. There was only one intelligent answer to that picture. It's like that should never have been. Right. In this current society, you should never mix a thing. And if you look closely at the chalkboard, it was like it was third grade uh, work. So even with that, that shit had never been. That shit, even before the people that are speaking pro that or saying yeah. that shit, this is an African woman, even if she had on loose clothes, you still could see that's not the case. She's not a strip club. She's not look. She shouldn't be trying to appease children. And when she when she's right, right. Up, so that's what's wrong with around. our youth. Is that what you're yes, saying? Yes. That, that's what's wrong yes, with yes. our youth. What they see. Yes. Hmm. Yes, we and, and and I will say, like even what you guys were saying, it's hard when our parents want to go out to the club and want to buy joys just as fast as we do. As a children, right. and that is basically our parents have become the youth. And even in the Bible, it says the first shall be last, and the last shall be first. This mm. is also a lot of people. A lot of a lot of times, people compare that to black and white, but also it's compared to even our scale. It's it's all it all has everything to do with productivity or surviving, and we do know that something has to come in place in order for us to survive. So even what they call it, the generation, the generation X or the baby boomers, because even right. my parents, my parents right. were, my parents were, you know, on the drugs, they were on drugs. So I think yeah. that, that is why we were the generation X is because it was an unknown. They didn't know what was going to happen, but we exactly. are, the ones, oh, I am the okay. that exactly. is returning to facilitate our youth. And this is something that we're going to have to do. We can't spoon feed our youth with uh, a European interpretation yep. of what great is. We're going to have That's to do right. that through the eyes of our African eyes, our African ancestors, with people like Dr. Ben, Dr. John Henry Clark, Malcolm A. Yep. A lot of our great ancestors that came, and even with the ones that are doing the work now, more or less in handing them Wendy Williams, and uh, Empire, why don't we hand them Dr. Francis, uh, Francis Crest Wilson or hand mm. them, uh, you know, Sister Ali or hand them other notable keynote speakers that can show productivity more or less than destruction. And I think when you start lifting that up, like I say, with this show, you are definitely doing it with us pumping it up, with us letting children know that they do have an outlet if they want to stay up late. Let them come That's hop right. on the show and get them some That's education. Right. So, you That's know, right. you guys are carrying the torch, and I'm happy to be a part of it, you know, sharing you how too, I brother. feel. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Much love to you, family. Hey, 
Hey, I was liking what you were saying just about our people. You know, we were we were talking about language, but you know, us as as Africans, and I'm gonna say us as Africans because I know that we watered down in this country, but anything that touches black is is black. So mm-hmm. I think because of our people, you know, we we speak many dialects, and mm-hmm. the languages that we need to learn first are our African languages. That way we can communicate with our own before, you know, because I'm going to tell you this. I've met brothers from Africa or or people from Nigeria who, like, grew up in, like, uh, uh, Britain or Germany or something. And those brothers and sisters, they know languages. They know their own dialects from Africa, but they they know languages. They know how to go over. They know French, exactly. Spanish. Spanish. And that always trips me out. Because brothers over here in the states, we in our minds we don't we don't do things like that. English is our main language, and we we over here struggling to speak Spanish. <laughs> and Spanish is about to really, I think, pretty soon be a dominant, dominant language, language in this yeah. country. But I think, like what you're saying, man, we need to the the first rule and the first uh, key to unification is us understanding ourselves or let me say it like this this is just to get real with you us overstanding ourselves us overstanding where we come from and and let's go back before slavery let's go back before us coming over to this country on a boat let's overstand who we were before that because then you'll be able to break down history you'll be able to break down what has actually happened so we can turn this thing around. Right. So it won't be a repeat because exactly. that's exactly what's happening. Even though that slavery is in a new form, privatized prisons and, you know, the new education in language dealing with music and stuff like that. You know, it is it, it's all about money. And so that's what slavery was, was about money, building and establishing, you know, the corporations that everything has been built around and nothing came good out of this thing except more oppression and more devastation to a people that deserve to be a relative in the life of living and to have the right to be taught you know the real about who we are and where we come from and us as parents and those that are individuals that's involved. It's all about these children. That's all we have. It's our legacy and it's our generations after this is over. And if we don't do this, the books is going to close. That's the way I feel. So I don't know. It's been 50 years since we did a... a, a uh, a demonstration, you know, in the face of crisis on the subject of freedom. But why why can't it just be a subject on about our youth? We need that movement. Hey, I'm going to tell you this too, brother. You know, you you sound like you, you know what's going on. And I know that because of the knowledge that you have of self and, and what's going on in this world, that you're going to raise kings and you're going to raise queens. Yes. You know, I already know that. I, I can feel that in my heart. And I'm going to pray for you, brother, that you continue to Amen. be that and do that. Because that's how we're going to start changing our predicament Prayer. as as who we are. That's how we're going to start. And I'm going I'm to challenge you, brother, to go out and speak to your brothers. You know what yes, I'm saying? To, to get out and, and let them know, man, this is how we're supposed to be, man. We We are supposed to know us and we are supposed to teach us. And we are supposed to learn everything. Because at the end of the day... Every other culture feeds off of us. They copy us. 
Then they turn around and make it seem like they came up with it and they switch it up just a little bit and now they have got everybody else doing that same stupid mess. But they they get it from us. They study us. We are the life. You know what I'm saying? At the end of the day. So I'm going to challenge you, fam. Man, go out and touch brothers. Stay that, that, that halo that you are. You know what I mean? Stay that light that you are and raise your your, your kings and your queens. Yes, And we get out and touch you. people, man. And look, we're about to be here again tomorrow. Oh, so yeah, we're going to be here tomorrow. Uh-huh. And the subject on that is going to be about the debate. It's the big debate on, ra- on reverse racism. And mm-hmm. this is coming from out of South Africa. So I'm hoping again. that you will come on that show for tomorrow as we explore what's going on, not only in our own neck of the woods, but now we're going home to the motherland, South Africa, where they're dealing with reverse racism. Oh, yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. And Yes, I, I certainly appreciate you. I don't know. I, 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 I see that you have a... I see that you have a number. May I take and uh, write this number down and communicate outside of this? Oh, yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Um, and even as it related to what the brother was saying, I greatly appreciate your, your vibration, your words of encouragement, uh, But because I, I'm, I'm definitely happy to be a part, and this is a rare thing, but it's a, a African black conscious group uh that has started to meet around in my area. And inside that, we are looking to uh, create incentives for the children. One thing we thought about, and also we could share this with you guys and we could do this nationwide. Uh, We were talking about even having like an essay for the children where we will offer to the first place place winner, offering $100, which, you know, four people put in $20. We spend $20 going to... You know the the the, the gas to, station to eat, buy yeah. cigarettes. Yeah. That's right. Absolutely. What if we wrong? if we as five parents, if five parents can take and put that twenty dollars in the pot in order to reward one child uh, with you know that that prize, whoever writes the best essay on why it is important to be black, or uh, what are some of your you know even encouraging these children to go out and do that study. Because we we have the information, we have Google, we have the WW World Wide Web, so they do have an open catalog or index where they can come and and they even have outlets like this where if they really want to get that hundred dollars, they can do some study and they can do some research in order to show themselves approved. In order to and I think even with us starting to set systems in place like this, kind of joining the ancestors or the past with the future with our yes. children. You know, letting them know about more people than Rosa Parks, because our children are still learning about the people in black history that we learned 20 years ago. And that's a sad thing. And I think even when we look at the people that are feeding our children, it's no wonder why. You know, they don't have anybody else to look at as far as anything outside of Martin Luther King in order to feel good about. So, like I said, with us creating the essay thing, that could kind of create a think tank. Uh, like I said, not only for our area, but nationwide. Uh, well, we all I would love to be a part of that. Me too. I would yes, love yes. to be a part of that. That is awesome. Where are yes, you? Yes. Where Where is your area code from? I'm in South Carolina, ma'am. South, South, Carolina? South Carolina? Okay. Yes, okay. And I, we we be sure to continue to uh, have more of these um 
topics and subjects to talk about. And as I said before, even if you got a subject that you want to talk about, we can we can make it happen where we'll do our homework and we all can get on the radio and talk because here I have ninety over ninety three thousand listeners that do listen in. Now, not all the time do they want to get up and talk, but they do love to listen. So, you know, but the point is, is that we're bringing really, really good uh, uh, conversation that will refresh the minds of the people of what we need to do to build our nation instead of tearing it down, starting with our youth. I appreciate you, brother, and we will stay in contact. Yes, we will. Thank you. Thank you, Queen. Thank you, King. You, the whole family, everybody on the call, definitely um, I'm, I'm happy to be here and definitely I will be tuning back in. So thank you, guys. Thank you. Thank, thank you. you. You have a good evening. Peace and love, family. Peace and love. Love you guys. Hotel. Peace. All right. Hotel. All right. If there's anybody else out there that want to uh, call in at the call-in number and have something to say, you can. You're here listening to Lardy Miss Clardy and Company on Blog Talk Radio. And that call-in number, if you got something you want to say, is 347-884-8684. That number again is 347-884-8684. And the toll-free number is 877-483-3153. That number again is 877-483-3153. And we are at the end of our uh, program this evening. And But, you know, we have something that we would like to have you to think on until our next show, which is tomorrow on the big debate on reverse racism. And it's coming from out of the motherland of South Africa. And, um, you know, and it starts at 7.30 uh, p.m. Uh, Pacific time here in Moreno Valley Live on Lardy Miss Clardy and Company on Blog Talk Radio. And as you know, I have my co-host here, the main man, and I got my other my other black power sitting on the other side, my other arm, my right hand, you know what I'm saying, to do pow pow, you know what I mean, to make sure that, you know, we, we keep it pumped up, you know, on the real of what's going on in our society today and how we can unite in the face of of crisis, especially when it comes to our youth today. So if you, you know, uh, if you get up in the morning and you stretch your arms out, say thank you, Jesus. Thank you, God, for waking up. And remember to pay attention to your children. Your children is telling, all of our children are telling us what's wrong with them, but we ain't listening. We ain't paying attention, and because of that, that's why everything looked the way it looked and why everybody is haywired the way it is, because no one is coming together to make sure that we pay attention to those babies. Our babies is all we have, and it is a gentrification that's about ready to take place. So with that in mind, just remember, God's watching you, and so are we. My main man. The main man. Got something you got to say? Hey, this is main man. And, uh, hey, I'm going to hear you again tomorrow. So peace and love to everybody. Until we uh, talk to each other again, stay peaceful, stay mindful, and grow.
God bless. Black Power, what you got to say to give them something to think on? I just want to tell everybody blessings for this evening. Be safe wherever you are. And thank God for every moment because every moment is a gift. God bless. That's right. So, if the creator who made all things before the existence of man came to build upon it, is that a reason to fight, to live, to have freedom, and to protect and raise our children? Does it matter if you're black or white? Is it all about just we want fair education, freedom, and life? Until tomorrow and on Thursday is uh, Child Support News on Thursday at 7.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, our time, 4.30 p.m. Pacific Time on Child Support News. Okay, and with that to say, peace and love. I enjoy the listening ears. Thank you for coming to support, and we will see you tomorrow at 7.30 on The Big Debate right here on Lardy Miss Clardy and Company on BTR. Peace. Thank you.